0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: Hey everyone, my name is Chris Lambert and on this channel we talk Kanye West. And today we are talking this very strange lawsuit coverage. So you can see here, December 8th, two days ago, Kanye West Sunday service, three days ago, oh man, Kanye West Sunday service acquired a Sioux rapper for $1 million for unpaid wages. I want to preface this by saying that I do not think that Kanye is infallible, that he can mess up, that he can do things that like aren't rights, that other people have been wronged. I'm not saying that he's forever innocent of any accusations or criticisms, right? but how this story has been covered has been very strange to me it first started a month ago november 4th the blast was the first to report it which the blast is a spin-off of tmz it's by one of the co-founders of tmz so it's very much in that style but i've tended to find it a little less reliable than the news and information that TMZ breaks. But they say presidential candidate Kanye West sued for one million by workers over his live opera. So you can even see the way that the headline has changed over this last month, right? So it went from, he's being sued by workers, specifically people in the crew, right? In the production crew, the styling crew, et cetera, et cetera. Not the Sunday service choir themselves who are by all reports that I've said, seen very, like, well-paid <laughs> uh, for their efforts and time being Kanye's, like, full-time choir members. And then Complex, Kanye sued for $1 million over one pay- unpaid wages to opera staffers. This was no- uh, November 5th. And then here, just a few days ago on Screen Rant, you can see that for some reason the story popped back up without any new information that being added to it. And now it's being framed as the Sunday Service Choir suing kanye which is where we get here even though by no accounts is the choir or anyone in the choir the one suing kanye as you can see here in the lawsuit a hair assistant who worked on the production claims she is owed unpaid wages continuing wages damages civil penalties statutory penalties and attorney's fees and costs after her day rate along with other fees were paid late and they were charged for getting their checks She claims they were failed to properly compensate the hair assistant and many dozens of other persons who performed services on the production. That's the key thing, right? It's not the actual people in the play, not the choir members, those who performed services, which gets into more of the the behind-the-scenes production, pre-production aspects of the show, including the background actors performing as audience members. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, so you have that, and then you can see Joshua Espinoza here, who shouting out a lot, so I guess he writes a lot of Kanye coverage uh on Complex. And he details a little bit more about this hairstylist. So she was supposed to be paid $550 for two days of work. The hairstylist said it wasn't until four months after the show that she received $530 because they charged her $20 wire fee to receive a paycheck. A number of other staffers were also charged this fee when they received their wages, which is a violation of California's labor code. So this is where it gets a little strange to me. The only person that has been pointed out specifically in this lawsuit, the only details that we have is a hairstylist who was paid, right? But only missed out on $20 because of this wire fee. The wire fee thing, wrong. It's a violation of California's labor labor code. Kanye is supposed to pay that. The fact that he put it onto the people working for him when he's already spending that much money on the show and has as much money as he has is petty. Like you can criticize it. That's fine. But is it a million dollar lawsuit worth thing that she got charged $20 that's so strange to me. And you might be saying, like, Chris, it's a class action lawsuit. There are other people that were wronged, and this is trying to just you know, make things right based on that. We don't know how much money other people didn't get paid, right? What if there was a, a clothing designer that was supposed to be paid $2,000 and got paid $300? Yeah, that would be bad, too. And I would understand the lawsuit more so in that way, but it's still weird that it's $1 million when the only thing that we've heard is this woman not getting $20 and getting paid four months late. Like that does suck too. You do the work, you want to be paid in a timely fashion, but a lot of the arts industry can be very strange when it comes to payments. And I'm not saying that that's like great or the way that it should be, but I don't know if it necessitates a $1 million lawsuit. Uh, or how many other people like are like this hairstylist, right? She may be on the end of the spectrum where this is the like less transgressive or less bad thing in the lawsuit, and there are way worse cases of people getting screwed on the show. Or she might be the average, the norm, or the most extreme. I don't know, because there's not any other details. But these outlets keep reporting on this as though this, like insane crazy unpaid wage scandal has gone on even though we don't know anything more at this time and the fact that it's changed from the workers to the choir is really weird to me and you can see screen rant here and screen rant is i want to reiterate garbage i'm going to probably stop using them as reference points for these videos but i do like to say how garbage they are it I don't know. It just makes me feel good. But they say, who are the Sunday service choir people suing Kanye? And they don't name anyone, right? You scroll down and it just says, in the documents, it appears that Kanye are being sued $1 million. The exact names of those behind the lawsuit still remain unknown. They just reference the hairstylist. That's it. Yet they title it after the choir and <laughs> say, who are the people? Even though they don't know anything. It's such a pathetic article. I'm sorry... Jerusalem. Like, I'm sorry, it's just, it's a bad article. Uh, And then here, like this, it just reiterates the same thing. So this is just such a bizarre thing to me that this continues to be in the news cycle, and is having a second 24-hour news cycle moment, despite the fact that there's no new information. Uh, To me, it it just kind of feels, and this is a little bit more in the uh, conspiracy, like, There's an anti Kanye agenda in the media, but you see things like this in coverage like this. And it's just like, why, why does this need to be talked about when you don't have any information on it? Why does it need to be repeated a month later when there's no information about it? Kanye has been sued twice this year. And both times when you look into the lawsuit, it feels really weird. And like the people involved are reaching and it's just because it's Kanye and because he's billionaire status. Now they're trying to get what they can from him but that the lawsuits themselves are really shaky like you get why people would be upset at him but is it actually the basis of a lawsuit and but all of these outlets the source complex hot new hip-hop screen rants any other websites that are like have a modicum of respect and decency in the hip-hop news world all cover it as if kanye like is on the brink of creating armageddon and these lawsuits are the only thing that's going to save mankind (laughs) it's so bizarre to me but we'll see how it unfolds maybe we'll get more details in a month and i'll be like oh wow that was really bad like i get why they're why they're suing but right now with the information we have it's a little a little ridiculous to me just just a little so we'll see but that's it for this video. If you're enjoying the channel and you want to support us, the easiest way is to like, comment, or subscribe as those things tell YouTube. This is a channel people engage with and then they show it to more people, which goes a long way in helping us, uh, you know, just get some more traction. And then we also have our podcast, Watching the Throne, a lyrical analysis of Kanye West, where we do the deepest analytical uh, deconstructions of Kanye music that has ever happened. I think we're the foremost scholars when it comes to Kanye's lyrical work and lyricism and just the narratives and themes on his albums. So if you want to forever change how you listen to Kanye's music and how you think about certain songs and albums, absolutely you should check out our podcast. It is on iTunes, Spotify, Tidal, wherever you listen to podcasts. We currently have our college dropout, Jesus is King, Yay, and Kid See Ghost Seasons available with late registration coming soon. Uh, we're going through the discography for a second time, so we're going to be having graduation uh, episodes starting soon as well as we start recording them. So we're excited to go back through with all the information we've gleaned having gone through the discography a first time and it taking nearly four years to do so. Kanye kept us on our toes with all the extra albums that dropped in that time. When we started the show is 2015 so he's released the life of pablo yay kids see ghosts and jesus is king while we've been doing this podcast and we're just like we're almost done oh we're not all right we're almost done oh we're not and then we finished and now we'll see how far how much further we get into the revisit when donda comes out if donda ever you know comes out but that's it until next time stay wavy and keep it loopy cheers